I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day, like uh, how I'm a elephant poacher. You know. Doesn't sound nice. Times get tough, I get tougher. When you say... Head out to that savannah. Like really big eggs? You're poaching elephant eggs? No, no. I'm talking real elephants for their tusk. I kill a... 6,000 pound beast. Then how do you eat Just for like so big? No, I'd leave that. Just to rot. Because I take their uh, I take their tests and you know a lot of people willing to pay a hefty hefty sum for the no. tusks. They're, no. And uh, you know I see no qualms with it. It's real shiny. And I'm like oh, I get like you know a good couple hundred bucks. Really worth it for me. I wonder how much ivory goes for black market ivory. Well, first you'd have to wonder where the black market is. First, I got I got some googling to do. <laughs> this one's not on Google. I got some dark googling to do. Anyway, you're not allowed to talk about this one. God oh, dang it! That's for my that's for my during work podcast. Hey Dan. Hey, how's it going? Ah, uh, it's pretty well. I started out this morning. It was good. Well, last night I'd said, you know what, I'm making chocolate chip pancakes oh you okay you missed the line that was not the right line what's that you say we're gonna stay up late swap manly stores and in the morning i'm making waffles well i wasn't making waffles all right you make chocolate chip that's pancakes. some shrek how dare you go ahead uh so i was like hey i'm making i, I cleaned the kitchen i got the chocolate chips out i set them next on the on the counter i got out that griddle Mm-hmm. So it was all ready, so the I didn't have to do it in the morning. I got that mm-hmm. pancake mix, set it next to the griddle, got my big old uh, mixing bowl. All ready. All I had to do was wake up, crack some eggs, measure out some milk, and uh, and mix s- mix and sprinkle that. Sprinkle those sweet. Uh, I did not put the chocolate chips in the batter. That's correct. You sprinkle them. I sprinkle them on top. I said that to my wife and she was like, what? Don't you mix it in with the batter? And then I said, but then some of them end up with like all the chips and some get, you know, I like to ration them out. When you make yours, because yours is the last one that that gets eaten, Mm -hmm. you really lay it on thick. Oh, Same with blueberries. Everything that was left I put on there and yeah, it was a, a nice day. It might have, you know, I felt like a real father, father of the year today. Father nice. of the day. Father of the morning. You know what would... Father of the morning. You know what would go really good with those uh, pancakes? What's that? I, this last weekend, made homemade hot fudge. What? From scratch. Almost like heated up uh, chocolate chips in pancake. Yeah. No, there's a lot of things in hot fudge. What do you uh, What do you make with old... How do you make hot fudge? I so... Mean, I just buy it in the jar... So you know that store like, and heat it up caro syrup. Uh-huh. That's clearish yellow stuff. Yeah, it's just like really thick, super sweet syrup stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you use some of that and you use uh either half and half or heavy cream. I should have used heavy cream, but I didn't have any. It would have been a little thicker. You use butter, you use brown sugar, you use cocoa powder. You use uh, pinch of salt, and then also That's, chocolate bits. Oh, chocolate! I was wondering where the cocoa fudge powder. Part I mean, came in. Co- okay. So it would probably taste 
like chocolate syrup if you just use the cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. And then the like dark chocolate bits turn it more into like a hot fudge. So what did you like pour those over your eggs for breakfast or mm, oh, yeah. something special? No. Ice cream. Ice cream sundaes. Ice cream sundaes. Was it on Sunday or was it? Uh, it was on Sunday. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it was. Who Sundays on Sunday. It's a new tradition. New tra- every Sunday, ice cream sundaes. Sundays on Sunday. You got the uh you got the fudge down. Yeah, and I th- it it was good. It is good. And it the recipe says you can keep it in your fridge for a while, like a couple of weeks. But there was none left over? There was. Really? It, and heated up the second the second time, a few days later, just as good. In the same pan? No, I just put it in a little Tupperware and I put that in the microwave. Oh, okay. I thought you just took... Do you guys uh, put everything in Tupperware? Yeah. In the fridge? Well, or a bowl. Is there ever a time... Just a bowl. Where you got a pot that's got like some chili in it? Well, if I do it or if no one is allowed. I'm going to eat that in the morning and then just put the lid on the pot and then put the pot in the fridge. I've done that. Yeah. I get in trouble for doing that. We do it a lot with rice. Because we make like a, we got a rice cooker and we'll, we'll make up a big batch and use it for three days. I'm actually finishing off the last of my rice with my catch is catch can dinner that I'm eating right now. Yep. And you know, the the thing just lifts out and it holds all the rice and the rice scoop and I just put that in the fridge. Nice. Instead of scraping it out and dirtying up another thing. Yeah. Another piece of Tupperware. Anyways, well, uh, you got to bring some of that hot fudge over sometime. Sure. Just the two of us down here in the basement. Just the two of us. Eating Sundays while podcasting. Just the two of us. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, lot, we lot, can. A lot of slurping. A lot of... Mm. Mm. Ooh, I like mm, those wow. maraschino cherries on my Sunday. Mm. I love maraschino cherries. We did not have any. What? I can't make those from scratch. It, all it takes is <laughs> Cherry. Car- Carraro? Curacao? Curacao? What? What? Uh, Caraca, what's that? <laughs> Same thing. The blue, red dye number number five. Okay. And, uh, and you know, you got to say. Is that a Lou Bega song? Red dye number five. Uh, you got to say a little. A know, little bit of cherries in my. Chant. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to trying out that hot fudge. But Dan, you wouldn't happen. This is the part of the show where we read emails. 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 Hey, Dan. What emails we got this week? Lots. I got one. What? Got one from Andy. Andy, I got the truck back. Andy, title. Congrats, man. Gentlemen. I got the repaired plow truck back today. The only thing I had to do, after work of course, was aim the headlights because they were pointed so far up I was at risk of blinding airplanes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you can adjust headlights? Side note. Dan, thanks for the recipe. I haven't had a chance to give it a try. The one I usually make for my wife, we call it the chocolate sombrero. Uh, coffee liqueur, grind, grind, grind. Okay, he loves thank that. you. He loves that grind. grind. Wait, are you a spokesman for bri- grind? And, wait for it, chocolate milk. Well, Andy, I... Sounds delicious. I mean, <laughs> that does. It sounds like a 
like an iced mocha. Mm. Um, Might just start drinking those instead but from Saturdays. But from Dutch Bros, because they use chocolate milk instead of chocolate syrup, mm-hmm. which is not as good. Uh, well, speak for yourself. Uh, I, I am. Okay. Uh, Andy. And take it back. How dare you? There's a fancy chocolate liqueur from Gore. Wait, what's the G? Gardettos? Gardelli. Not Down in San Francisco? Gardelli. And they have a, a white chocolate and a milk chocolate. Oh, they're good. Liqueur? It's a liqueur. Ooh. But it's just like adult chocolate milk. That's just, you know, you get drunk and diabetes at the same time. Yeah. Anyway. I like to take my Ghirardelli's chocolates and just, you know, melt it. And then you have you ever used one of those funnel beer bongs for drinking beer when you were in, in college? In college? Didn't go to college. And you fill that whole thing up with melted chocolate. Wow. And you just take it straight to the dome. Okay. You know, that way I get my Ghirardelli fix without having to, you know, hurt myself with all that booze that's inside those. <laughs> you turn you turn one of those one-gallon pump bottles that they have at uh, a coffee shop upside down into the funnel. Mm-hmm. Just that syrup. Mm. Oh, oh. oh, it sounds so good. Is that it from Andy? Thanks, Andy. That thank, was a... Thank you, Andy. And good luck with that plow. I hope uh, everything goes well. I know New York, or your part of New York, we've got plenty, plenty of snow. And you know, we're over here. It was 54 degrees and... Uh, Way too warm today. I like tank top weather out there. Yep. 54 in the sun is is warm. It's like 57, man. Like, say you were out on a walk for fun, uh-huh. perhaps. Yeah. That's warm. Let's say maybe you're out. And you're standing in the sun, and the sun is hitting a window, oh, reflecting off that window. Now you're getting double the heat, and it felt like it's like 108 degrees. It felt like 108 degrees in that one spot I was standing in earlier. Yeah, because I was just out there for fun, doing nothing in particular. You can start fires if you reflect enough sunlight into one spot. Okay. You ever you ever get one of those uh, Fresnel lenses and? No. Oh, they, What's a Fresnel lens? I don't know. It's some weird round, um, round lens thing. They, uh, they're they're flat. I believe that's what it's called. I think I'm saying the right word. And the old TVs, the rear projection TVs, like they would have a a big giant one right behind the screen. Fresnel. I think that's what it's called. All right. If anybody knows, if I probably Dan said it wrong here, <laughs> email the show afterworkpod at gmail dot com. It's something like that. We'll read it know. after Andy's email next week. Doctor Doctor Francis Fresnel the Third of of Ancient Greece created these. Also, Andy, uh, there's another podcast that usually records on Sundays and that you also email into. Anyways, they told me to tell you they were they're recording on Saturday night this week. So make sure you get that email in earlier. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's from my Daryl Work Podcast. Hey, Dan. Something yep. special. I brought home a sweet little bundle of joy. Oh, yeah? The you got sweetest a new little, baby? The sweetest little 
18 pound bundle of joy. A dog? Uh, in my, in my wood shop out there. A snake? Guard snake? It's a garter snake. No. Not a garter snake, a guard snake. A guard snake? Yeah. Like that holds a a rifle? But he, how how does he hold that rifle? And that, you know, boas don't have shoulders. Special spot right above the door. If somebody comes in, he just drops down and (laughs) chokes him out. It's like a mouse trap, and you just find an intruder, unconscious but not dead. No, I've just walked down, and my snake's just on the ground. You got with a this giant, giant belly. lump, this five and a half foot long lump well. next to it, and I'm like, Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, where are you, Jackson? I'm in here. Oh, I'm in the snake. I wanted to see what it looked like in here. I brought a flashlight. And then he takes his whittling knife out and just, just steps through. Yeah. Oh, that's a little dark. Um, Inside the snake. Uh, but I, yeah, I got myself, you know, I've talked about my love of the lathe. Got my lathe, what, two months now? Something like it's that. It's been a couple of months. Seems like forever. Seems like I haven't gone without that, that child of mine, that sweet, sweet wood lathe. It seems like it's about time for you to give up that hobby. No, man. I go another, I got another three months, 11 months. Oh, okay. I usually work in my hobbies about 13 month periods. <laughs> and, uh, what are you, what paint are you look- table over there. What are you looking over there? There's a, there's a painting table over there. I was just wondering, you know, how long. Oh yeah. I did that for about 13 months. <laughs> okay. To the day. To the day. To the day. I haven't touched it since. Since I got the lathe. Uh, but for, you know, lathe, you hold your chisels as the wood spin around, spins around, hits that chisel, chips away wood. Well, you know, those chisels get dull sometimes. They get dull actually pretty, pretty frequently and you gotta, you gotta sharpen them. Okay. Before I was just using my belt sander, kind of just hitting the edge of that uh, thing. What, but it, what grit do you use to just touch it up? Uh, on that one, well, on the belt sander, I, w- I think I was like 220 grit sander. All right. Sharpen up the tip of that thing, hit it. And uh, everybody, all the people on the internets suggest this My Way Wolverine jig. And uh, for mounting your your chisel onto, and it holds the perfect angle and does all this thing. But I needed a grinder that attaches to the to the grinder, like the double wheel grinder. Okay, so this jig goes on a grinder. It goes on a grinder, and I did not have one. Okay. Always wanted one. There's been so many times in my life where I went without. Like, you know, I had a piece, of, I had a metal bolt, and I, and I cut it off because it was too long. And, you know, you would hit it, hit it on the edge of that grinder, soften the edge, yeah. get rid of those burrs. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't, man. I just, you know, put it, used it for whatever, whatever I was doing at the time. Just with burrs and all. Burrs and all. And, you know, six months later, I run my hand along that, not knowing that there's burrs or, or forgetting about the burrs. And then I cut my finger. So now I can't let that happen again. Anyways, I got this awesome, like, uh, sharpening set for my chisels. And... uh been watching tons of YouTube videos on how to use it. It doesn't seem, it seems like, 
you know, a lot of these old timers are keeping their secrets to themselves. Mm. And uh, I don't know how people did woodworking before, you know, in the before times before YouTube. It was passed on like, from one to another. All, only two there can be, a master and an apprentice. Yeah, we don't need that anymore. All oh. masters are on YouTube. If you're a master in something, get on YouTube, make a video. You no longer need to talk to an actual human. Just talk to that camera. Let us know how it's done. And you, too, can make tens and tens of cents. And uh, it doesn't matter. They weren't making money before as a master. Were they? I don't know. Waxing on and waxing off. Every once in a while, a teenager would come into their yard, and they'd teach them karate okay. or something. All right, all right, all right. But now, just put that up on YouTube. But then you don't get your car washed that way. Yeah, it's free labor. Paint the fence, or stain the fence, paint the house, wash the cars. But there is so much stuff on YouTube, and, you know, hours and hours and hours on how to sharpen a chisel the right way, and the right angles for for cutting so i'm into this thing i got it set up on my bench i've pulled it out i've sharpened up some some chisels and i got one real nice and sharp and the perfect angle but you know like everything practice makes perfect so i saw there are two discs on that mm -hmm. and i'm wondering are those two different grits? So it's got two wheels. Two wheels. That spin at a, what are they, 1,800 RPMs. Low speed. Revolution. It's a low speed bench grinder. Saw that on the box. It was prominently displayed low, low speed. speed. My brother, a month ago, I asked him about a grinder, and he said, I got one. And he gave me this awesome one from the 70s, but it's a high-speed grinder. 29 million RPMs. And it, it's like 3,800 RPMs. Okay. And it's a little bit too much because with the speed, with these particular chisels, if, it's, if you're sharpening it and it's spinning way too fast, it'll burn the... It'll get the steel way too hot or something. You don't want to heat it up and ruin your temper. Yeah, it, it ruins the temper of the steel. So yeah. I had to step it down. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to trying out. I, I've seen uh, this thing, this guy I watch on YouTube called turnawoodbowl.com. Guy's name's Ken. And his chisel of choice is the 5 eighths inch, uh, 55 degree swept back bull gouge. And they also call it the Irish bowl gouge for some reason all right uh i don't know why i'm curious to find out probably because it came from ireland so i can figure out and make this with one of my chisels to make it look like that awesome 55 degree so you got you got to take this jig set it to the right angle measure set it up Get your compass out, get your protractor out, get your degrees on there. It's a ton of work. So you're going to change the the angle, the bevel on your chisel? I'm I'm thinking about it. Wow. Once I get some more practice on... Uh, yeah, why don't you practice a little more? Problem? Okay, so they got a good amount of metal 
like these things. It's like eight inches of the rounded chisel. In case you mess up, you can just cut off. You just keep grinding away. And the whole thing is probably 16 inches. Yeah. I mean. Big giant wooden handle. I mean, 12 of that or eight of that, 10 of that. I don't know. A really ridiculously large wooden handle. It's a real long handle. And each one of these chisels cost, I don't know, there was like, I bought a pack of six and it was 150 bucks for the six of them. So, I, I mean, I might just over time burn up a couple of these chisels trying to figure out how to use use this uh, chisel sharpener. But anyway, I are those discs different grits? Oh, yes, Dan. One is a 80 grit and one is a 120 grit. Oh. But as I was watching another YouTube fella talking about grinding, mm. he's suggesting this four-in-one grinding wheel. It's got it's got different angles. Like you use the front, it's flat. The side is like rounded, and then down underneath, whatever. There's like different angles and whatever you can hold it. Okay. And I he's like, this is the one I suggest that everybody gets. They're a little expen a little bit more expensive. Okay. But uh, I suggest I suggest you get this one. And I looked it up, and it was two hundred and fifty dollars for just a sand, just a grinding wheel that you would put on this other thing that you already bought that already has wheels on it that already has two of them on. And I would be replacing one of the two with this one, and the thing itself was only like one hundred and thirty bucks. The grinder. Hmm. So I'm spending almost twice for the you know a wheel. Hmm. I think uh, I think I'm there. This is all the money. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's, set, okay. So I'm gonna me, set myself a two month no more spending on on the lathe tools. Okay, so let me just ask a quick clarifying question. Okay, eighty seems pretty rough, mm-hmm. and one twenty doesn't seem that much better. How are you getting a nice edge on your tools? Well, this is where I pulled out my brother's grinder that he gave me because on his grinder he has it set up to a cloth thing or something that whips around Buffett he was using yeah Jimmy Buffett he was using this for sharpening knives mm-hmm. so you just hold your knife on there and kind of buff the edge of the knife and it gets it so after I after I used that grinder I went over to that buffer and that one spins so fast makes it real shiny and it buffed it up, and it was sharp. Hooey! Okay. Cut myself. All right. But yep, that's what I'm. That's what I'm dealing with here, and that's what we've decided to devote an entire podcast talking about. Not that uh, you know. So let me just say one, one more thing. One more thing before we move on. Um. So remember, I was talking about how me and my son were watching some movies. We watched. Watch Scream 3, Last I Told Y'all. Okay. Well, we watched Scream 4 a couple Sc- weeks. I was trying to discuss it last week, and Scream. I got cut off. Scream 4. Scream. The, the Screamiest? Colon, The Screamiest? Scream 4 was a movie. The last one it done. Was a real movie. By uh, that guy. Before he died. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. R.I.P. And... And uh, you had suggested that I take my son to go to the movie theater because he wanted to see this, the new one. 
they it's Scream Five, but they're just calling it Scream. Uh, and last week I was uh my my wife was asking if if we should go to the movies, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, and I said, oh yeah, that sounds good, and then I get home on Friday after work. And I said, oh, I'm talking about something going on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, when are we going to the movie? And I get a weird look. I get a weird look, Brooks. Like what kind of weird look, man? Like I said something wrong. What do you mean? You didn't say anything wrong. You guys have talked about going to see uh, Scream 5. It's out in theaters right now. Anyway. Go see with your family, your sweet, sweet family. My wife... Took my son and his girlfriend, but not me, to the movie. Uh-oh. On Friday. There was no school. Okay. During the day? During the day. A matinee in the middle of the day. But you were going to go see that movie, man. So I was a little upset. But now you you don't know how it ended. Is this the final one? Who knows? I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Did Dylan ruin it for you? No. Has he talked to you about it yet? I don't like spoilers, so no. Has he mentioned anything about it? No, he said it was good. He said it was the second best. Okay, of all five. He said one, five. He said one, five, two, four, three or something like that. Okay. Something like whatever. Who knows? He's, yeah. Okay. Don't trust his opinion. If you have a definitive opinion about the Scream series, email the show, afterworkpod.gmail.com. Yeah, I, I know Andy's a uh, big Scream fan. He's an aficionado. Aficionado. He's a fish? He's actually painted on the front of uh, his plow that mounts on his now fixed truck. He's painted uh, the Scream guy. The ghost face killer? Holding a knife. So that's how much of a fan of... What if it was the scream guy, but holding like a snow shovel? Yeah. Like, all right. I uh, know I like to murder. No. But no. also I like to have a nice cleaned up sidewalk. One of those snow blowers, but with like big gnarly blades on the front, you know? Oh, yeah. So it looks a little violent. Oh, yeah. Well, Dan, you know what time it is. I do. Time for a little thing that we like to call here at After Work Industries. Around the house. Around the house. What's happening, Dan? So I've been uh, working a little bit more on those hearts that I made. On... Okay. Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. Too quick, actually. I'm, I'm barely going to have it all done by the time Valentine's Day rolls around. But I... Got them painted up, three different colors, red, pink, and purple. All right. I got them all painted up, and then I just put on a coat of um, clear coat Mm -hmm. on some of them last night, and uh, hopefully I can do the other half tonight. We were going to put little words on them. We bought a paint pen, but it was a bad paint pen. To make them like uh, like sweetheart hearts? Well, that, that was just my wife's 
said, you know, I want to write stuff on there. And I was like, okay, but after these are all done and painted, the colors are almost spot on for candy. Okay. Like they look like sweethearts. Mm -hmm. And if you just write like I heart you or what, you know, any of the things that they say on those little candies, they would be pretty accurate. Have you seen the new ones? Have you read the new ones in the last I just 15 eat years? Now I don't read it. They've gotten like 21st century on us, man. Yeah. They're like, DM me. Hashtag hot stuff. It'll be, yeah, it might be a hashtag something. It might be like, what's that, love? I don't know. Love. But spelled with like numbers. Fleet speak love? Like three, two, three. Is that love or something? Uh, the E would be a three. So that would be at the end. L would be a seven. Anyways, it'll be like, email me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was when I was seeing it, like. At my uh, AOL me, AM me, AIM me, instant message. What's the, what are the kids up to? Hit me up on Reddit. Oh. For some fun. Yeah. They squeezed all that onto one little tiny heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan, it just, and uh, so you tried using that paint pen? It didn't work. It was completely ruined, dry. It was all sticky. I thought maybe there was just some glue on the packaging. No, it was... I don't know what was going on with it. I could probably loan you a one white paint pen. Or did you get a... Can you paint after you clear coat something? Mm, See, I just went ahead and did it. Not really. Sometimes if you paint, if I paint on gloss, the paint like kind of doesn't stick. It like what if, floats on the surface. What if it was a matte okay. clear coat? Well, I'll give you one of my pens to, to borrow. Okay. But I'm going to need it back, all right? Because I only have one white. Well, uh, uh, my wife was in charge of getting a replacement. Okay. So we'll see. Or, does anybody still like, uh, what are those things that we used to do with our typewriters back in the 80s? You know? White out. White out, where you'd mess up and you couldn't just delete it, so you'd have to get out some white out. No. You don't have a bottle of that floating around? Fran doesn't have a bottle of that somewhere? No. All right. Okay. Oh, we'll figure it out. That would have worked, though. Would have been about right. This week uh, was a weird one for me. I didn't, I mean, besides cleaning up in the garage a little bit, I did get some new bags for my desk collector. I think I talked about uh, emptying that out. Mm -hmm. And what I did was uh, I looked around my house and I noticed every room has quite a bit of bottles and cans. And I've since collected them all and put them in those awesome green bags that we have here in Oregon, those bottle drop bags. And I have four bags of cans to return. Is that like $80? I think, uh, what is that? Each bag is like nine bucks, 10 bucks, maybe. $40. All right. And uh, even my hot tub, when I got the hot tub back in June, May, something like that, I put a. To collect cans, I put a uh, a laundry basket out there, like a tall laundry basket, mm-hmm. and I just filled it up. Oh, and then when you dump that out, it f- perfectly fills it up one bag? Perfectly fills up one one bag. 
Perfect. So you know, it takes me nine months of hot tubbing to fill that up with uh, mostly bubbly waters. So would it be easier if you just put one of those green bags in there as a liner? Those green bags that bottle drop, I don't like to throw shade. Uh, you know, <laughs> our, whoever bottle drop, Mr. Bottle Drop. You got to pay 10 cents each for those. Those bags, way. you got to pay 10 cents each. You have to use their bags. And they're like a funky size. Like they don't quite open up to normal garbage can or, you know, for some reason they didn't make it so they fit in a laundry basket. I don't get it. I don't know why they didn't do that. And, uh. Yeah, so I I can't do that. I have to fill it up and then dump it in. That's fine. But that was my around the house. Real fancy this week. Uh, anything else, Dan? You want to go out on? Got anything pop into your uh, pop into your mind? Nope. I don't All think right. so. Well, well, that's great, man. I uh, I hope everybody enjoys their time doing whatever they do and have a wonderful valentine's day and however you choose to celebrate that and don't forget it's the super bowl yeah super bowl sunday superb owl super bowl super bowl well uh yeah everybody have yourself a wonderful super bowl eat some chili maybe some uh watermelon you watermelon on it's not no it's not watermelon season dang it nope Anyways, we'll see y'all next time after work. <laughs> <laughs>